Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I am actually interviewing Mr. Tim Beeman with such and such, and such media. Hi. He's he's always here with us, but today he's the star of the show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tim, how's it going? It's going well. You know, my new studio here, the the Omniverus Studios at Liberty Plaza. It's called that because the, uh, the construction company that helped me build this out, um, you know, they are now sponsors. So oh, they, very cool. they are the actual studio sponsors of this and Camel City Radio. Oh, so, all right. So all Camel City Radio, which is right next door. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I also own that. So this uh, studio is so awesome. We're like looking at. At the new Collidium yep. right behind us. Right out the, do- out it's the window. Incredible view. This is your, how many studios have you been in total? Total, you want my home studio too? Yeah, let's so, count them all. So, okay, so I started in a small bedroom in my house, uh-huh. then moved to this big loft in the top of my house, which was also my bedroom. Uh, <laughs> so my wife, Stephanie. I bet she loved that. Yeah, she, she's like, <laughs> you know, I like your friends being here, but you know, when they're here past 10, I just need to go to bed. Cause she was a school teacher at the time. Yeah. And um, so that's two. I moved to the Chatham building right under um, Washington Perk. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to another spot in that building over behind the uh, lower theater in Aperture. From there, I moved to the what is now called it's it's where Hoots was on Trade Street. I don't know what it's called now. It starts with an E. Uh-huh. Um, I was uh, in the back of that across from what was the garage. Then I moved from there to the uh, lab at Industry Hill, which uh-huh. is where you met me. Yep. And then from there, I moved to the where the radio station is now to here. Oh, my and gosh. So that's eight that I've had. Nine. Nine that I've wow. had. Wow. So you obviously are not scared of change. No. No. I mean, I was doing podcasting when no one knew what podcasting was. Yeah. So I jumped into an industry where it was – I couldn't YouTube it. I couldn't figure out how to do that. Oh, I couldn't ask anybody. There was no – there were no books at the time about it because it was so new. I started in 2007. Yeah. And – it was just a phase that people were just doing something. Yeah. And then it blew up and people realized this is a, a real thing. I can't imagine not being able to like YouTube it <laughs> yeah. to figure out how to do it. Yeah. YouTube University is, is yes. big. And so, so that's why now my business is not podcasting for myself. My, my business is podcasting for others. So they don't have to rely on YouTube University to teach them how to do it. Plus, they don't have to buy a, a lot of equipment that they don't need. Yeah. Because I have had people come to me after they've bought like $3,000 worth of equipment. And I'm like, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. Uh, um, I, I just thought it you know, it looked cool. I'm well. Okay, well, you just <laughs> wasted that unless you're planning on doing something else later. Yeah. Um, but I try to keep people from spending extra money on things they don't know how to use, don't need. Um, 
space that they have to take up in their house. I mean, again, I started in a bedroom that was just meant for music recording, so it didn't matter. Then it moved to a bigger spot that was in a bedroom that was being used. And But I've had other people that you know set up their dining room table. Well, what happens when you want to eat? You have to take all that stuff oh, down and put no, it no. all back up. Mm-mm. So... So don't don't spend money on things that is not needed and you don't know how to use it anyway. Yeah, I love that. I tell people all the time that my two of the biggest, most important things that I've done with the magazines were related to hiring people to handle things that I didn't or couldn't want to handle. Yeah. <laughs> and one of those being Michelle, who does our social media. Can't imagine life without Michelle. And then the second being you with the podcast. I uh, very, very briefly considered, well, maybe I could do this at my house. And then I immediately was like, well, no, I work at home. I don't want these people <laughs> coming to my house, right. for one. Yeah. I don't have the space for all of this equipment. I am not tech savvy at all. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? This is perfect. I can come to Tim's studio. I can talk to people. And he can do all the hard stuff. Yeah, and I take care of it all. That's yeah. that's I One-stop love. Shop. Do, that's right, exactly. And I love doing it. I love. We all get up in the morning hoping that we get to do something that we love to do. And since I started doing this, and this has become my job, there's not a day that I get up thinking, oh, "God, I got to go to work." Even when I take time off. From here because we all still need even if we love what we do we have to oh, take time absolutely. off but yeah. when i do i'm like i wonder what's going on over there i wonder what i could get into and then i'm like well no i'm on vacation with my wife in paris so <laughs> I, can't, I can't go over there but you know i have i don't have uh, anyone working for me but i do have um a uh for the radio station at least i have a program director mm-hmm. and he knows how to do a lot of this stuff too, and it's going to move to a, a point that if I have to be out for something, he could handle this part. Yeah, I would still want to do the editing because that's 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 my bread and butter, uh, and I do editing even outside of this. So if other people are producing a podcast, but they don't want to sit through and do the editing of it, and and. For your podcast, honestly, there's not a whole lot of editing. Yeah, there sometimes there are. Sometimes there's. Well, something I think that's, that's the that's the beauty of most podcasts is that you want it, you don't want it to sound overly edited. Right. You want it to yeah. be in a natural, organic conversation. Yeah, and there are some that I've gone through and what I call a deep scrubbing and all the um, um, stuff like that mm-hmm. comes out, and I have to. For me, I had to learn cadence. And how people are ending their sentences. And if it doesn't sound natural, that um stays there. Oh. Because there's nothing, to me, nothing worse than listening to a podcast like, like this right <laughs> here. Because, people are, uh, it, because they've edited the crap out of it. And it doesn't sound natural. And if it doesn't sound natural, you're distracted. So the message is usually out the window. Yep. So, so true. So I want it to sound as natural as possible. But if you need the the... EQing done, the leveling uh, fixed, the theme song at the beginning, the end, all those things. And if you have a video or something, I can do the editing for that. So um, I am, I'd like to think, and I don't like the term one-stop shop, but 
that's pretty much what I am. I do. I don't like to go to multiple places. <laughs> right. Well, I, I don't. I don't mind the concept of a one-stop shop. I don't yeah. like calling it that. But this, what this is, it's, yeah. it's a one-stop for all your stuff. And with you being the exception, and I've said this off the air, and I'll say it right here on the air, you're always my poster child of <laughs> of the perfect client. Wow, but, yeah, I'm honored. You you certainly Thanks, are, Tim. but. I also am a coach, a podcasting coach, and and sometimes I'll direct you on some things, but it's usually not your content. That that is, you do a great job of that. But, but it's nice to know that you offer that, right? I do, yeah. and and so I, th- what makes me different than other podcast coaches or podcast producers is they just want to produce it and make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to make money. I need to make money. I need to pay my bills, but at the same time. I love the idea of podcasting, and I want people to come in and have a good time doing the podcast. People come in here, and they're all nervous, and you, you've seen it. Oh, every I time. Don't, I don't know what to do. So, <laughs> uh, well, first, let's ignore that there's any cameras in front of you. Yeah. Let's ignore that there's any microphones. We are having a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's all we're doing. No one knows their business better than the person sitting in that chair. So true. It could be in the same industry. You could have other magazine people coming in here, but you know Forsyth magazines better than the people who produce XYZ magazine. Yeah. doesn't matter that you do the same thing. So no one knows their business better than the person sitting in that chair. And that's one of the things, and that seems like a minuscule thing and an obvious natural thing, but... For a lot of people, that's hard to get over. Yeah. Uh, If I'm doing video shoots or whatever that I'm doing, I'm like, well, I have a script. Okay, well, it's okay that you're reading from a script, but do you know your name? Yes. Do you know who you work for? (laughs) Yes. Then don't read that. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tim Beeman with Such and Such Media, and I – okay, stop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because you tell me who you are and what you do. Yeah. I'm Tim Beeman with such and such media and I produce podcasts. Yeah. And if you're reading it, it's 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 boring. It is. It sounds so boring. Now, I have an advantage for me that I'm a voice actor. So I take copy and scripts and things and try to make it sound where I'm not just reading it. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. No, I and, would I would argue most people cannot right. do and, that. And <laughs> and I do it. I do it a lot. <laughs> yeah. But it takes practice. It's mm-hmm. not something you can do over Just there. like anything in life, yeah. right? But I will coach you through that because I've done that too. I've coached people on, well, bullet points. Try bullet points. But if you're going to get to a spot where you're starting to um, 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 all over yourself, yeah. then then we will work on how to read that without it being read you know you're because you do it two or three times even i have to sometimes go back and do the same thing again but the second time that i do it i've already gone through it once and i know where those tricky spots are Mm -hmm. and then it just becomes more natural oh for sure yeah i do when i record uh instagram stories for you know the magazine for social media all that good stuff i typically have to record it i don't know two or three times Sometimes I knock it out the first time, but then I found too, I'm sure you would agree, if you start to do it too many times, 
you're like, okay. <laughs> you overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> overthinking is, is to me, worse than underthinking. Yeah. Because yeah. if you come in nervous and stuff, that's natural. That's going to actually, your adrenaline's going to pick up, all those endorphins, all that thing's going to happen, and that's going to push you to be better. If you keep doing it, then you're starting to build on the mistakes mm-hmm. instead of taking the mistakes away. And there's going to be a point that you've reached the best you're going to do. Let's just finish it, and I can edit it down to make it sound good. Yeah. If I need you to redo a line, then that's fine. Because with video, just same as podcasting, we don't do that on this show, but I have. You can do it out of order, oh. out of sync. Like filming a movie, they don't film a movie from the moment that you see the I know that always, credits. That always blows my mind yeah. when I think about it. So they, they, <laughs> they 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 film. On a schedule that works for what they're doing. Yep. Because, you know, you don't want to wait till tomorrow. You actually have a night scene. You do it here, but that doesn't show up until three scenes later. So exactly. you do it where you need it. And that's what we can do, too. So the 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 mystery of of podcasting and video and audio recording, I try to take all that away. And it's just you and me or or you and your guest, mm-hmm. or whomever, or just a group of people, because I like to do that too, yep. uh, just a group of people talking about a common thing. And the, that is a beautiful thing yeah. as far as podcasting. I would agree. Goes. So, Tim, what do you think or how do you think podcasting has evolved since 2007? Because I know it's significantly changed. Yes. Yeah, so in 2007, I spent seven times a day telling people what a podcast was what did you say what did you say like how did you it's exactly the same thing that i say today it's radio on demand so if you're listening to a morning show on a radio station or you're listening to a dj talk about something and these long-winded dj thing you know it's the same thing you can listen but the the difference is if you're listening to it on radio you have to be there you have to be in that moment podcasting it can be at any time. You listen when you want it. Yeah. Um, also, it's mostly evergreen as far as the not the necessarily the content inside, but the the medium itself. So somebody says, ah, oh, you remember that? Let me go back. Let me go back and pick this one up. All 160 whatever that you've done, 170 now, mm-hmm. uh, that you've done are still there. So people can go back. What was it that um, – uh, that XYZ uh, person said on that, and the good thing is the show notes are there. Yeah. So it's always there. So it has turned from just a bunch of blowhards like myself sitting around shooting the breeze to actual business content. Mm-hmm. You, you're having conversations, but it's it's for the magazines. Yeah. Uh, all the people that you interview are people who are either featured or advertising or whatever in the magazine. It's a business podcast. Yeah. Even though you make it feel not businessy. Yeah, that's the key to learn. You want to teach people something without them being felt felt like they're being like sold. Sold or talked so to. I call yeah. it infotainment. Oh, so I've never heard that term. I like it. Yeah, information but entertaining information. Infotainment. Yes. And, and and you might want to buy something after hearing it. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, we are being sold every second we're awake. Mm-hmm. And some of it you don't realize and some of it you know. 
I don't need to hear about Sky Rizzy or any of those uh, other things yeah. again. Yeah. Because um, I don't. This is a tangent, and I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm you know I'm I, I'm the host of the Less Desirables, and we do this. I can't take Sky Rizzy for serious because I keep thinking that it's Snoop Dogg selling it to me. <laughs> hey, gotta try this Sky Rizzy. <laughs> but, oh my gosh! That's but, funny. but anyway, I can cut that out if you want me to. But the uh, that's the beauty. I'm the editor. <laughs> but, I love it. Well, but, you know, I've even noticed since I started this in 2020 to now, the end of 2023 or early 2024, I have to answer the question, how do I find the podcast? Or wait, what is a podcast? Way less frequently. Yeah. Like in 2020, especially the older crowd, you know, you got to love them. Like grandparents <laughs> age, they're like, now what's a podcast? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> you can find it on your phone. And they're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like mind blown. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm having to do that still, Yeah, but I'm having to do it also on the radio side because mm. Camel City Radio is an internet based radio station. Oh. We, there, you can't find it on a dial. You can, you can still listen in your car, but you have to do it on an app. Yeah. And we have the app. It's Camel City Radio. There's an app for that. There is an app for that. But um, yeah, you're right. Uh, you've, it, it's becoming more and more Popular and the older generations, you know, I'm 53. I'm not afraid to tell my age, uh, and older than me are finding it, and they're finding, oh wow, you know, there's that commercial about there's a podcast for that. Mm -hmm. There is there there is literally a podcast called Everybody Has a Podcast. Really? But yes. Oh my gosh. But it all podcasts are not created equally, and sometimes it's. Uh, not infotainment sometimes and even like we need to come up with an opposite word for that <laughs> yeah yeah we'll, we'll think on that and we can trademark it. the the op, the other thing even like serial and the, the murder mysteries and stuff it's an entertainment value oh for that. sure yeah, yeah. so um, there are some people who just should not be doing podcasts and <laughs> and i'm not going to mention any because i don't have any on the top of my head um but Everybody can do one, yeah, uh, but not everyone should, yeah. Uh, and and I <laughs> just coach because you that can, too. right? Doesn't mean you should, <laughs> right? And and I coach that too. I mean, my first, um, my first lesson whenever someone comes to me is we. I want you to write down a concept. I didn't do it with you because you are used to interviewing people, uh, but. So I want a concept of your first three shows. What do they look like? And then we'll get through it. And I'm and I once I go through what they write down, and we like travel through one, not recording it. Just sometimes I record it anyway, so they can hear it. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, there's no reason they should spend their money to make something that no one's going to listen to. Oh, it's true. And um, sometimes they'll want to do it anyway, and I'm. Happy to write that bill, yeah. but at the same time, I I really am honest with them, trying to talk them out of that yeah. because um, and and they'll go do it themselves, yeah. or they'll find somebody else who'll do it because they just wanted to get paid. I think that a podcast should be pr produced only if it's worth listening to, yeah, because anybody can say anything. And that's what social media does, and we don't have to be like social media. Yeah, gosh, that's so true. We can, we can, <laughs> we can be 
more uh, intent, intentive, is that the word? Intentional. Intentional, yes, yeah. uh, in what we're saying. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Be you know even if you say stupid stuff like I do on all the time on the less desirables because that's what we do yeah it, that's the whole point but also doing it with intention and not um, not just blah, 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 you know word salad or just diarrhea of the mouth as I call it <laughs> because that's what sometimes it is it's blah 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 yep. and what did that mean and why did you have to say it. Are you just looking for shock value? I, yeah, so I don't I don't know. Um, just some people should not, but I'm willing to talk to everybody about the possibility. Well, I appreciate that you even say that because not every business owner is necessarily like that. But I'm the same way with the magazine. If somebody reaches out to us and they want to advertise and we chat with them and it's just really not a good fit, I don't I don't want them to waste their money. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. there's there's good fits and there's bad fits for every business. Right, right. And and it's just because it's not right for Forsyth Magazines doesn't mean it's not right for another magazine. Mm-hmm. So it's not everything has to work. Yeah. Uh, if everything Sometimes you worked, can't fit a square, what is that saying? You, you can't, can't fit a square, a square into a round a, hole a or whatever. A square peg into a round hole. Yes, that. Yeah. <laughs> and But they need to go find a square peg. A square hole, mm-hmm. and that might not be for Scythe magazines. Yeah, it could be somewhere else. I think that again, not everything needs to be perfect because mm-hmm. if everything was perfect, this would be a very boring place. <laughs> yeah, true that. So, um, I'm I'm willing to sift through some some imperfections to make it closer to perfect. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. I love it. Well, I love being here with you and love recording the podcast with you. I can't imagine, oh, it would be terrible if I had to do all this myself. <laughs> it really would be. Yeah. And, and, and I do what I love. So yeah, it's, and it shows. It's, my, it's my pleasure yeah. and privilege to do yeah, the Forsyth Magazine. I have people ask me, gosh, if I had a dollar for every time, I have people ask me all the time, like, what's your tips for starting a podcast? Or what would you, you know, what would you tell somebody? Like people are always wanting to start a podcast. That's always like a, goal for people, I feel like, especially the last couple of years. And I'm like, well, the first thing you need to do <laughs> is you need to hire a producer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that is Tim at such and such media nc.com. There you go. <laughs> Send him an email. Yes. Yeah. I love, I know I tell this story all the time, but I love how we met, how I came on to your old, your studio before this one yeah. with Dietra Miller and we were promoting an event which actually, ironically, that event that we did led to the inspiration for my Women on the Move conference. Um, but right, I remember when she said, well, we're going to go on a podcast. It was 2019. Yeah. And I was like kind of vaguely familiar with the ter- what a podcast was, but like I wasn't like really an active podcast listener, didn't know much about it. And I was terrified because I've done my share of like interviews and you know stuff like that but this was a very new thing for me to go on a podcast and I was like oh my gosh this is this is scary but I walked in and I handed you a beer yeah you did (laughs) I drank a beer and I was like wow this like I just instantly like fell in love with it I was like this is so much fun yeah you're just like chit-chatting you have a microphone some people like to hear themselves talk you know yeah yeah (laughs) and and that's like I said um you're right. I, it, it's you. It's fun. It's relaxing. And once you get past the initial, what am I doing? Yeah. Again, the beer helps on the less desirables. <laughs> um, and um, 
it's just meant to be a conversation around the table, and mm-hmm. that's what it is. And um, I get to do that every day. Yeah, because when I think about the podcast that I enjoy listening to, because I don't typically listen to mine because I, you know, I'm, I'm in them, so I get to already hear them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the ones I listen to, they do. They sound like you feel like you're in the room with that person, and that's just key to me to feel. Like it's yes. not some scripted salesy thing. Like it's just you're in the room. Those are your friends that you're just in the conversation with. Right. Yeah. And that's that's the sign of a good podcast Yeah, is when you feel you are part of it. Mm-hmm. The idea is to, to suck you in to where you have an emotional connection to that because then you'll tell your friends. You will buy the sponsor's products. You will continue to come back. Oh, yeah. And so it's it's always a plus. Now, yeah. the one, the f- number one question people like to ask me, it, you know, when they find out I'm the man who went to town, which restaurants you go to? Well, that's <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. But what podcasts do you listen to? Yeah. And they're all shocked to find out I don't. Well, because you do it all day. Right. I do it all day. Yeah. So like this one that we're doing right now. I will have listened to it three times. I listen to it right now while we're recording. Mm-hmm. I will go and see if there's any leveling I need to do. So I skim through it. I've listened to it a second time. Then I put your um, the music at the beginning and the disclaimer and all that at the end. Uh-huh. And that's the third time that I've listened to so it. So you've you're good after that. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and so you ask a chef. Who goes to work, an executive chef, who goes to work at 8 o'clock in the morning and sometimes doesn't get home till midnight. Is he going to go home and cook? I hope not. Absolutely (laughs) not. He's not. So I'm a musician. So my palate cleanser for podcasting is music. Mm, So And and luckily, I do three podcasts about music. So I get the best of both worlds there. But... um, I uh, listen to music instead of podcasts. Now, I have other friends who I said, you know, I'll say something about that new song somebody put out, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And really, the only reason I know is because I have a radio station, so I have to know some of this stuff. But, yeah, I don't don't listen to podcasts. They don't listen to music. (laughs) My music friends, don't they do a little, but they'll listen to podcasts because they need a palate cleanser. Yeah, it's true. So so it's My dad ran a a body shop for 30 years, and he, if we damaged our cars, which was a big no-no, ours were the last cars to get fixed because that's what he did all day. (laughs) Yeah, he's not going to fix this. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, we and my dad, the same way, because we had, um, you know, we had a construction company, all the heavy equipment, trucking and all that stuff. But if we needed something, it was the last thing that got delivered (laughs) because, you know, he doesn't, A, he doesn't have time to, because it doesn't make any money. Uh, He doesn't have time for that. And uh, he does it all day. Yeah, I hear you. Well, Tim, this was fun. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a while since I've chatted with you yes. on as a guest. As a guest, that's I right. I chat with you all the time. Yes. <laughs> so um, my contact, uh, if you're interested in a podcast or just talking about a podcast, I have free consultations, so there's no, you know, no obligation to do one. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, if I do my job, you'll want to do one. Or if I do my job... You don't need to do one <laughs> if, if it's if that's the right one. But um, I believe because I've changed the the website, which is 
old and going to be updated because even though I'm a media company, websites are not my thing. Oof, me neither. But it's uh, suchandsuchmedianc.com. And uh, you can call 336-403-2076 or uh, email me, Tim, at suchandsuchmedianc.com. Awesome. So if you need a podcast, Tim's your man. And Brooke, uh, Brooke can vouch for me. And if you if you need other tips on podcasting for the, you know, I'm happy to help with other things. If it's not equipment related or tech related, yes, then I'm your girl. Right. <laughs> Just uh, how do you find your guests? And then your answer will be hiring Amy. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> delegation is key. Yeah, delegation <laughs> is key because, as we said in uh, a prior week's podcast, um, Hire somebody to take care of the stuff because it's hard to do your business when you're running your business. Yep. So you need, and it's impossible to grow your business if you're too busy doing all the things. Right. And it doesn't grow. You're just spinning wheels at that point. Yep. So call me. All right, Tim, that's a wrap for today. As always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media and all of our content in our magazine is also on our website, ForsythMags.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Forsyth Mags. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>